Welcome to episode 38 of Communicast, a communication skills podcast. I'm Scott D'Amico, president of Communispond, a global communication skills training organization. From interviewing celebrities on the red carpet and working for top entertainment news outlets such as Entertainment Tonight and Us Weekly Magazine, to founding a PR and media company that amplifies the voices of emerging thought leaders, Kaylee Hamilton knows a thing or two about effective communication. This two-time Emmy award-winning producer and reporter shares her expertise around listening, awareness, and why intention is so important in communication. I hope you enjoy. Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Scott. I'm so excited to chat with you. Definitely. Really looking forward to the conversation. To kick it off, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your very interesting background, and really what it is that you're working on today. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. It's so nice to connect with you. Um, A little bit about my background. I grew up in Colorado, but I was always fascinated with Hollywood and celebrity things. It kind of runs in my family a little bit. I have um, like some writers, producers, music people sprinkled throughout like generations of my family. And I grew up watching Entertainment Tonight with my mom every night after dinner. And so, gosh, watching that, I just was like so enthralled and intrigued by that whole life on the red carpet. And I never really wanted to be an actress or a singer myself. I wanted to be the person interviewing those people and connecting with those people. And so that was always my dream growing up. And so I went out to um, college in San Diego and I ended up getting a an internship at Entertainment Tonight the summer uh, before my senior year of college. So I interned there and then they ended up hiring me as a production assistant. So My whole career started in entertainment news. I worked at ET for a handful of years, um, kind of worked my way up and ended up finally interviewing those celebrities. The mic was handed over to me eventually. And it was just, it was like the thrill of a lifetime being able to be on those red carpets, connect with the people that I admired and looked up to and was just so intrigued by Um, So I basically landed my dream job. It was a lot of hard work. Um, it was a lot of long hours, but it was definitely worth it. Cut to 2020 when the world shut down, I had been working as a reporter at Us Weekly magazine then, and everything just changed. My whole job was working red carpets, working different events, interviewing people out and about, and then all of that shut down. And at the same time, I just felt my life kind of was at a halt. My job had stopped. I had gone through a breakup on the personal side of things, and I just everything changed. I didn't know what I saw for my future. And so being stuck inside, I kind of turned to just incredible people, experts in their fields. Basically they found me through the power of media, whether it was podcasts or TV or digital articles, um, just incredible people who inspired me to kind of make a big life change So whether it was like somebody like Dr. Joe Dispenza, who was talking about neuroplasticity and the power of your thought and how your thoughts can um, create your dream life. Um, Things like the Diary of a CEO podcast. He has incredible entrepreneurs on his his podcast. So that kind of inspired me to be, um, to start my own business. You know, I got into meditation, just all these things. And I realized 
I didn't even seek these people out. These people found me through the power of the media. And I realized, gosh, there's probably so many other people out there who have incredible, inspiring stories and have incredible expertise to share who aren't able to share it with people and audiences like me who need to hear them because they're not being seen on these bigger media platforms. And so that's kind of what sparked my idea to start Kaylee Media, my PR and media company, was because I realized that I had the knowledge working in TV and production and um, digital print. I knew how to get those people um, on those media platforms. And I wanted them to be able to reach the people who needed to hear from them because it just helped me so much. So I started my um, company and today we work with up and coming and also people who are at the forefront of their industries, basically amplify their exposure through earned organic media. So whether it's podcasts, TV, or um, digital and print articles. That is fascinating, quite a journey. And it, it seems like these past several years have they caused a lot of folks to stop, reflect, and you really make a pivot. And I, I like how you said, oh, these people found you. I think they found you by you putting in the work and doing all of, all of these things, getting out there, putting your name out there, doing podcasts. Uh, that's such a journey. And it's so interesting because typically when you hear of kids dreaming of Hollywood, right? They want to grow up. They want to be the actor, the actress, the person going down the red carpet, not necessarily the one interviewing them. So that's, that's a little twist on typically how, how kids are, are viewing their, their future selves. So can you share who was the, the most, I guess the favorite person that you've ever interviewed, you walked away, you were just like, wow. Oh yeah. Gosh, I get that question all the time. And it's so hard to answer because I've talked to so many incredible people and honestly, almost everyone I've talked to is incredible, but I always think of Dwayne Johnson, the rock comes top of mind because he's just so lighthearted and so kind and just gives everybody the time of day and is so happy and positive. He, his interview really resonated with me. I love hearing that because from the outside looking at, he seems like a genuinely nice, good person. So it is good to hear that. That does <laughs> seem to be the case. I always love seeing his cheat meals that he posts on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, that looks like my everyday meal. I need to do something here. So so, so you're shifting gears a little bit, Kaylee, you know, in, in your prior work in the entertainment industry, specifically with interviewing folks and talking to lots of people and, and the work that you're doing now, communication, right, is that connecting thread. It plays a big part of that. So as you think of, you know, somebody who you would say is a great communicator, they're strong communicator, they, they have the skills. What is it that comes to mind when you hear that, that somebody is a great communicator? Yeah, that's such a good question. I just feel like to be able to relay your thoughts clearly, efficiently, effectively, somebody who's able to do that with a purpose and intention and also having a point to what they're saying is or communicating is really important. I just feel like there should, especially in the in a professional setting, there should be a purpose to your words. We have so many thoughts going through our heads not all of them need to be or should be communicated or even given energy for that matter, but that's a whole other conversation. Having communication skills, I feel like means to just effectively get a point across, whether it's giving value or sharing insight or telling a story for entertainment purposes or inspirational purposes, and just ultimately making a point 
and moving something forward rather than just talking to talk. And like I said, unless it's a personal setting, that's different, but Mm -hmm. in professional settings, I just feel like, yeah, it's extremely important to have those good communication skills and give some sort of value and have an intention behind it. I'm definitely going to double down on that and repeat that because I think so many people need to hear this in a business setting, have a point. If you're sending an email, you're scheduling a meeting, you're calling somebody, you're raising your hand at an all hands meeting with 500 people in the room, have a valid, valuable point that you are trying to convey and don't necessarily talk for the sake of talking. And I said, just because of your, your Hollywood background, I'm going to geek out probably throughout this conversation, just around TV. I'm I'm a huge movie buff and TV uh, buff, but it just soon as you started saying that reminded me of Michael Scott from the office where he'll say Steve Carell's character. Sometimes I just start talking and I have no idea where I'm going and I hope I pick it up along the way. (laughs) And I've been in meetings where I think some of the people are like that. I'm like, do they even have any idea what they're trying to get across? So I love that. If you're going to communicate in a business setting, absolutely have a point. And honestly, even in a personal setting, there at least should be some sort of point uh, that you're saying rather than talking just to occupy airspace, so to speak. I know, because you don't want to waste somebody else's time. You don't want to waste your time. I mean, time is like the most important asset. So it's like, let's get to the point, have have an intention. And I think, yeah, having that in the back of your mind is helpful with communication. As you think about the the skills that are most important today, whether it is you know, in your industry from you know, running an ad or a media agency and working to get people the, the exposure or from you know, your past career working you know, as a reporter and a journalist and interviewing people, what are the skills that you think really are mission critical in the business place today? And, it, and it's likely has changed a little bit over the past several years as the world of work has changed, but right. what are you seeing as some of those mission critical skills? Yeah, it's definitely changed. Um, I would say written communication is key, Um, being very good at written, whether that's email or Slack message or text. Again, communicating your message succinctly. And then with written, you have to think about like correct grammar, correct spelling is so important. And also communicating with written word in the correct tone is super important as well, especially in today's age, like nine times out of 10, your first interaction with someone is through written communication, whether it's through an email or a text or even a message on a dating app. Like also um, when you're first introduced to someone as well, or vice versa, that first form of communication online is through written word. So if somebody's um, doing research on your brand or your business, they, the first thing that they see is your website, your social media, um, the captions that you wrote, maybe some written press articles about you. And when that's the first impression, just being able to have that clear, succinct, written message that has the proper grammar, has the correct spelling, and is in a correct tone, I just think that's really key. Um, and also just being able to communicate your story and your background and message effectively too through spoken communication, I think is really important. And that's something that these are the two points that we use um, in my company, Kaylee Media, because we are um, writing out a pitch to pitch our clients to media outlets. And so we have to be able to communicate 
very succinctly their story, their background, um, and something that's unique about them and their overall value. So the storytelling today is what drives so much brand awareness and builds that no like trust factor with you and your audience, with your followers, and definitely with your team and your clients. So by honing in on those key points of like your backstory, your mission for what you do, and then the clear value that you have to share that I think is what will help connect you with people. It's the storytelling. It's the emotion because at the end of the day, people want to work with people and not businesses. And that's, that's something Mm -hmm. that I tell my clients when we're pitching, you know, we can't just write a press release just about your business. Um, People care about want to work with, and they want to cover in the press, the person behind the company, who are you? What is that emotional connection? What is that storytelling? So being able to communicate who you are as a person and how that ties into your business as well is also crucial when it comes to communication. It's great that you brought up written communication skills. It doesn't come up super often in these conversations periodically out of all of the the shows I've done maybe five times. Mm. A recent report from the National Association of Colleges and Employers put out a listing of what are the key attributes employers are looking for on resumes for folks coming out of school. The number one communication skill they're looking for is effective written communication. They're more concerned about the written communication than if you can stand up and talk and speak or on the phone. They're really looking for folks that can write because I think you touched on it. There are so many different mediums in which we are communicating today. Traditional email, you're putting out proposals, your slacks, your instant messages, text messaging. Being able to effectively write is so important. And the three things that you touched on, tone is very important in writing because you're missing all of those other cues from a Zoom meeting or in person, the body language, the inflection, the pacing, sarcasm often gets lost in written communication. So you take your tone, then you layer in storytelling to bring in the emotional component and then being succinct. Mm -hmm. People are overwhelmed with information and messages today, Mm -hmm. whether it's incoming emails, phone calls, texts, all their social media alerts. And to your point, you know, you're pitching your clients to other folks and they're probably getting pitched a lot of other potential clients. You need to stand out. Mm -hmm. Great way to do that is being succinct, using stories and really making sure that you have that appropriate tone. Absolutely. And also just grammar and spelling is so key. I mean, it's really easy to correct spelling with the just autocorrects. Mm-hmm. And there's something about misspellings. And I don't know, sometimes it just, it'll just put people off. It just never makes you look mm-hmm. good if there's, there are misspellings. I think that's really important. And yeah, having that succinct message, like we send out pitches journalists get so many pitches and a lot of the times they just don't even open them. But the first thing they see to decide whether or not they'll open that email is the subject line. So we waste no characters, no space on any fluff or any words or letters that are unnecessary. Um, And we keep it so succinct, so kind of headliney to the point, something that's interesting that will get that at least the open Mm -hmm. click um, so that goes back to, yeah, being succinct, super important. Love it. Kaylee, as you think through your career and the success that you've had in a very competitive industry, 
to not only you know get your foot in the door, but to to grow. And then, as you mentioned, getting the microphone in your hand, now running your own business. What are some of the key communication skills that that you have that have really helped you get to this point? I feel like having the awareness of kind of other people's state of mind or sentiment or attitude, or just maybe their emotional state kind of tapping into that next layer of nonverbal communication and being in tune with their tone and potentially matching that or mirroring that if it makes sense. I think just to have that kind of intuitive sense into what others may be thinking or how they're feeling or what their energy is like. And this is something anyone can tap into. It's a matter of just paying attention to their attitude and emotional state. Like in an email, are they using exclamation points and emojis, or are they just very kind of short, straight to the point? Um, Or on a Zoom call, are they looking into the camera with their shoulders open with a big smile? Or are they kind of like multitasking, trying to do other things, not really there present. Um, so just by picking up on those kind of nonverbal cues, I feel like I'm able to somewhat mimic their sentiment and just show up where they are. Not fully because, you know, I do want to stay authentic of how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and try to always be my best self, but sometimes mirroring someone a little bit showing up where they are, it makes them subconsciously feel more connected and on the same wavelength as you. And once you kind of establish that foundation, this is what I would do in red carpet interviews, kind of establish that foundational connection. And then you do always want to keep it lighthearted and just, and positive. And you want to kind of guide that, um, that communication conversation in the direction that you want or need, but just being in tune with, that nonverbal extra layer side of things, I think has really helped me. That awareness that you talk about really is key. And it's been more challenging over the past several years, obviously, as we've lost a layer of that in the, so much in the in-person communication, it's coming back now, uh, but we've lost a little bit of that. But to your point, paying attention to the, the written communication, all caps, exclamation points, one word answers, uh, or when you are in person, you know, mirroring a little a little bit. And I think sometimes people do have concerns about that. You know, is that phony, so to speak? And I, I say absolutely not, right? You you need to stay true to yourself, yeah. but you should try to mirror because it, it creates more of a connection. Now, if somebody is just wild and over the top with their actions, with how they communicate, and you are typically not like that, you doing right. that is probably not going to come off the best way, but maybe stepping your energy up a level or two, a notch or two to try and get close to that. Right. And then the other thing with this awareness is being aware of other people and how they're communicating and how they're reacting is ultimately the first step towards self-awareness. Because I can start to pick up on when I'm talking to this person or when I said something, their tone, their body posture, their position, their demeanor changed. Right. So if these changes along the way, that may be a sign for me, okay, maybe I'm not doing something correctly. I'm asking the wrong types of questions or the way that I'm communicating might not be best. I might be working with a type A driver type person Mm -hmm. and I'm asking these big lofty theoretical questions. It's just not resonating. So Mm -hmm. paying attention so you can mirror and then also paying attention so that you can reflect and change a little bit if you're seeing things that that aren't working well. 
Absolutely. I know those cues are so important when it comes to how you, yeah, how you respond. Cause ultimately you, if you're not connecting with somebody, then you're not able to get to your point and get to your end goal of whatever that communication is. So yeah, you're definitely right. I couldn't agree more. Who has been someone that has really had an influence on your communication style? Maybe you you worked with them or even a, a celebrity that you've interacted with or clients that you've had, family, whatever it is. Maybe what's something that you've taken from them, tweaked a little bit and, and really incorporated it into how you communicate? First thing that comes to mind are the hosts in Hollywood that I've worked with. I just studied them so much. Um, I worked with some of the most incredible hosts in Hollywood that have ever been. And I just feel so lucky and grateful to have been around them. Um, they, I learned from them because they always have to be on and be kind of excitable because the interviews that they're doing have to be semi-entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just excitable while also guiding the conversation in a specific direction. So they go into conversations with, again, a clear intention and an end goal because they need to get that soundbite or that headline. And um, that's what I had to do as well. So I learned a lot from them and they also keep things uplifting, even in the serious interviews, just kind Mm -hmm. of maintaining that through line of positivity um, just so nothing ever gets too low or dark or anything. Mm -hmm. And then they also match the sentiment of the person and then guide them in the direction of where they want the interview to go. So I feel like I picked up a lot from them. I also learned a lot from the executives that I worked with in the entertainment industry, especially the ones in the newsroom, my higher ups who were in the newsroom in the early morning meetings when we would run through, say, the show um, for Entertainment Tonight. And we all worked under very high pressure, tight deadline things. And my superiors were able to communicate so efficiently and quickly without wasting time and without getting emotional as well. And like as a young girl in her twenties working at ET at this big show that always just impressed me because I would feel the stress personally and also all around me sometimes in the office, but my bosses were able to just keep their cool. So I learned from them how to do the same and just not give energy to those negative emotions while also communicating very succinctly and just being on top of it. Um, Another person who I mentioned before, I love this podcast called Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. I always pay attention to his interview style and how he connects with his guests. I just, I just love it so much. I think he's very empathetic. He holds space for the people that he talks to and he forms that connection by sharing his personal stories and connecting with them on a deeper level, while also, again, pushing the conversation in the direction of a purpose. Um, So when you're listening to that, like his purpose is to give value to his audiences. So um, I like to listen to him. I think he's helped me hone my communication skills. So yeah, that's how, that's kind of how I learned how to go into conversations with celebrity interviews, just always have a purpose because you do need that specific soundbite headline end goal and just always having that intention. So as I was, I was listening, I was jotting a few things down that you said, and what was great was everything that you just said there about being intentional, having your end goal, being efficient, being concise, tied directly to back to what you had talked about earlier about being important 
in communication, right? So it is these things, we talk about it a lot. It is so important. You have to have these goals because really without the end in mind, you have no idea where you can lead or guide a conversation, the types of questions you should ask, how you should respond. So I think having those experiences is just fascinating and it's really being able to learn from everybody. You know, mm-hmm. every interaction that you have, good, bad, or ugly, you can learn something from it when it comes to how to communicate or maybe how not to communicate. Yeah. So being able to pick up all of those things, especially early on in your career, definitely seem like they've they've served you well with uh, where you are today. Definitely. And going back to what you said about self-awareness, it's like you're picking up on their cues, but you're also picking up on how their reactions or responses are triggering you. If it makes you feel a little tinge in your heart or a pit in your stomach, or it gets you excited, Mm -hmm. that helps with your own self-awareness. So to be able to control what does come out of your mouth or what does come out on, on an email. Um, So just being, having that self-awareness and thinking before communicating. Thinking before communicating is critical, especially in these a high stakes environment or a fast paced environment. You mentioned in the newsroom where it's tight schedules, tight deadlines, people are moving quick to get things done. Sometimes it it literally can be that half second pause or a second pause before you say something can make a big impact, positive or negative, if you don't take that pause and really think through what you're going to say. I talk extensively about why you need to pause in your communications. It serves mm-hmm. so many purposes. A key one being it allows you to say, should I say this? Do I really, should I really say this? Right. Uh, or should that just be an, a, a thought that I keep to myself? I know. So true. And people are afraid of the pause as well because they think it'll be awkward if there's a silence. They don't want there to be a silence for too, too long. And I realize the people who have like the longest silences, I'm so impressed by them because they are, I can tell they're so intentional with their words. They will not speak until they know exactly what they want to say. And I think mm-hmm. that's really impressive and really important. It sends a very clear message that I'm listening. This is important. So I'm going to think it through and not just jump right in with my immediate response. I've had a couple people from throughout my career who were leaders that were phenomenal at that. And sometimes to the point where I'm like, are you still there? If we're on the phone, <laughs> LA, yeah, I'm just, I'm like, so it was, they, they were processing. And to me, that always made me feel like, oh yeah, they value what I'm bringing to the table. They might not agree, but they at least value what I'm bringing, that I'm bringing it to them. And they're taking the time to consider it before immediately reacting to it. Yes, 100%. Kaylee, as we wrap up here, what advice would you have for somebody, whether they're you know fresh out of school and maybe they want to break into the entertainment industry, they're mid-career, they're at one of these big inflection points and looking for a change. What advice would you have for them around the importance of communication skills and the impact that they can have? I have three pieces of advice when it comes to kind of developing these communication skills and why they're so important. First would be is to just be aware, like I said earlier, of the person and the or the people that you're communicating with and having 
um, that insight into just their attitude and their state of mind and their emotional state and use that insight to your advantage by either semi-mirroring them or adjusting your communication style to complement theirs and just meeting them somewhere on a similar page so you do establish that connection. Um, the second one is having intention. Think about what exactly the purpose is behind your communication before sending that email, before scheduling that meeting or hopping on that call, like we talked about, because with intention, it gives you clarity and it makes the communication just so much more efficient. And then the last one is definitely listen, honing your listening skills to be a good communicator. You have to be a good listener. And sometimes you just need to listen to listen and not to come up with what you're going to say next. And this can be really hard for people. And this is a really good skill to get better and better at. I like that saying, um, it's like, speak as if you're right and listen as if you're wrong. And it's about being confident in what you say. But also when you listen, have an open mind to what the other person is saying to potentially altering your opinion or learning something new. So listening, I think having that skill is the most important when it comes to honing your communication skills. Speak as if you're right. Listen as if you're wrong. I, I think we just found the title for this episode, Kaylee. <laughs> I've, I've never heard that before. Absolutely love it. And so what I heard from you, you need to really focus in on awareness. So be aware, be intentional, and listen. If you can master those three things, I really do believe you will go far in any career field. So Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed the conversation. Scott, this was so wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care. You too. A special thanks again to my guest, Kaylee Hamilton. She really nailed it with her mark around speaking as if you are right and listening as if you are wrong. Doing that will project confidence and drive curiosity. If you are looking to improve your communication skills, be sure to subscribe to Communicast so that you can continue to learn from my guests with each new episode. And if you have found value in the show, leaving us a rating or review would be appreciated. Thanks and have a great day.